You're listening to the Course Report Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Course Report is the most complete resource for coding boot camps. On our site, we have thousands of reviews, hundreds of interviews, and a full directory of every coding boot camp around the world. On our podcast, we're sharing everything you need to stay up to date on this blossoming industry. Whether you're a bootcamp founder or a future student, we hope you'll learn something on the Course Report podcast. All right, welcome to the May 2023 Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we are from the Course Report team, so we spend our days helping students choose the best coding boot camps for them. But each month, we round up all of the most interesting boot camp industry news that we read about and chatted about in the Course Report office, and we share it all with you. Liz, I'm really looking forward to our next live Q&A, which is coming up in just a week. Um, It's crazy to think that we're already about in June. Um, We've got experts for this live Q&A from Code Fellows, Springboard, Evolve Security Academy, and Digital Crafts to talk about the career path into cybersecurity. Yeah, that's going to be on June 7th at 1 p.m. EST. We will include the RSVP page when we post this episode. And when you RSVP, you can ask questions for our panel. And, you know, this is the best part of these live Q&As. We've already gotten such great questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And we essentially, Jess and I, don't have to do anything. Like we don't, we just ask your questions and and get such interesting answers from, from these panelists. So we are really looking forward to that, but we're here to talk about May news. So Jess, what are we covering this month? Of course, we're going to start talking about AI. So we'll start with new AI boot camps and courses, the demand for technical talent right now, and also the expansion of nonprofit boot camps. Plus, we're going to share some new scholarships and boot camps, and of course, the nine new coding boot camps that we added to the course report directory this May. Well, we typically kick off the podcast each month with acquisitions and fundraises. And while there were several of these in the larger EDU space, there were none that were specific to bootcamp. So we're going to go straight into AI news for May. Uh, so with the emergence of some new AI tools and capabilities, I think AI was all anyone wanted to talk about mm-hmm. in May. Um, a Goldman Sachs article from this April reported that two-thirds of U.S. occupations could be transformed by AI. And, you know, there's a lot up in the air, a lot unknown about how these tools will be worked into our, you know, workflows and, and career paths. But let's dive into how coding boot camps are looking at AI right now. Courts looked at how General Assembly has been incorporating AI into their program to keep pace with technology and also those near future needs of employers. Instructors have added AI chatbots to their lessons and also encouraged students to use AI tools like ChatGPT for their homework, which is a little bit different than what we've been seeing in higher ed. Um, But General Assembly's vice president of product strategy, Robert Jones, also points to the importance of teaching students how to mindfully use these new AI tools. And to just quote Robert Jones, he says, part of what is really important about what we're teaching students is the critical thinking skills that include how to get the most out of these technologies, end quote. And Flatiron School launched a portfolio of new AI training programs this May uh, designed to empower students with the expertise required to leverage those emerging AI tools. And that means lectures, demonstrations, and hands-on labs, and new lessons in a few different topics, detecting cybersecurity threats with AI, 
prompt engineering basics, building and deploying AI applications, and then AI strategy for business leaders. And BrainStation also announced their professional certificate in artificial intelligence. It's online and part-time, and they're going to cover modern AI tools, generative AI, and prompt engineering, and problem-solving with AI. And that one kicks off on June 14th. And of course, we here at Course Report have been diving into this discussion on AI in the bootcamp space. This month, we had really interesting talks with Jeff Casimir, the executive director of Turing School of Software and Design, Evan Shai, the CEO of Coding Temple, and Stephen Hudson, a curriculum lead at Practicum. Yeah, we actually published two separate podcast episodes this month with Evan and Jeff. So Jess, why don't we share some clips from those conversations? Because I think they're really insightful and also give people an idea of how we might expect to see AI incorporated into boot camps in the future. That's a great idea, Liz. So Evan of Coding Temple shared his thoughts on how boot campers and technologists can stay ahead of this AI curve. It's one thing to learn it first, but it's also about how do you continue to stay ahead of the curve. And I think generally it's, of course, keep learning, make sure you're having you know conversations and being a part of the conversation that is around this technology, rolling up your sleeves and experimenting with it, right? And, and collaborating with other folks. I think, you know, these are kind of core first principles to how you'd want to stay uh, ahead of, of any innovation or fast-moving space, but I think the same is true in AI. And Jeff of Turing School had this advice to offer to software engineers now. The previous industrial revolutions, that didn't exactly prove out. It's not that once we had tractors, we didn't need farmers anymore. It's that we needed fewer farmers, but there were also all these other jobs created along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Someone has to be the tractor mechanic, the tractor salesman, uh, run fuel for the tractor, all kinds of things that didn't exist when you just had human labor. And so I, I think if we're, if we're not paying attention to AI, then that's really just sticking your head in the sand. It, it's a very bad idea. The question needs to be, how can I leverage AI to do especially the things I don't want to do. Well, news about tech hiring is dominating the headlines right now, but Jess, what did you read about staffing and IT for this May? Elaine Pearson wrote about this using Lighthouse data. Lighthouse um, is a staffing company. Obviously, you see Meta announcing a 10,000 employee layoff and Amazon cutting 9,000 jobs. But this is really just part of the story, especially when you consider that the tech workforce is 5 million strong. So where is their growth? Um, First, in small to medium-sized businesses, which drive much of the job growth in the U.S., and tech is no exception. Second, 75% of the 336,000 monthly tech job postings, I want to say that one more time, there are 336,000 monthly tech job postings here in the U.S. are outside of the tech industry. Third, in finance and insurance, there are over 24,300 job openings, which is about 3,000 more than prior to the pandemic. And the final stat here, since April 2020, wages for software developers in manufacturing have increased 17.7%. 
Paul Fain broke this data down in his newsletter too, pointing out that, quote, job openings for tech roles in finance and insurance are up compared to before the pandemic, while demand for IT jobs in retail trade, healthcare, and educational services are trending up. Wages for IT occupations are also increasing outside of this tech sector. That's amazing. I feel like a bootcamp grad could use that lighthouse data as a blueprint for applying to jobs in June 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, And overall, I noticed in that same article, computer and IT occupations are projected to grow 15% from 2021 to 2031. So no matter what those headlines are saying, like there will always be IT demand. Mm -hmm. And then Sarah Huffman from Technically published a look into early career tech talent and their challenges right now, specifically focusing on what we can do to make it easier for newcomers. She spoke with Tariq Hook, who's the co-founder of Wilmington-based nonprofit Code Differently. He also was the head of Zip Code Wilmington for a while. Um, And he said that it's a problem for companies to prioritize the hiring of more experienced technologists over new talent because they end up stealing senior level professionals from each other without investing in the next generation. And then that just keeps the pool really small, right? And then she also talked to Michelle Duncombe who's a senior product manager at Comcast, who said anyone looking for a job right now should know that technical skills are becoming baseline and that soft skills will set apart great candidates. So she is currently hiring and in search of folks with networking and presentation skills, in addition to strong technical skills. So that's good advice for both employers to not overlook that junior talent and for candidates to focus on those soft skills. Hmm. And in response to the understanding that we are facing a global shortage of cybersecurity workers and a lack of diversity in the current tech workforce, Google unveiled a new cybersecurity career certificate this month. And effectively, it's a self-paced boot camp offered through Coursera. The career certificate will prepare those with no tech experience for roles like entry-level cybersecurity analyst roles, and it includes career services and study support for the CompTIA Security Plus exam. So very interesting. And Code Fellows has launched an education rescue scholarship. This scholarship is designed to help students who have invested money in a college or university or even a boot camp program and have not found rewarding careers in tech afterwards. So essentially, Code Fellows is obviously another boot camp. They will cover up to the full cost of attending any of their self paced courses that are offered by Code Fellows. That's so cool. Program. Yeah. yeah. Nonprofit boot camps can be such an effective way to help underrepresented folks learn technical skills and launch new careers. And journalists were all over these programs in May. So Liz, tell us about the nonprofit coding boot camps that we were reading about this month and Paul Fain's The Job Newsletter. Okay, so Paul Fain took a closer look at nonprofit boot camps and focused on three programs. Uh, the North Carolina-based Code the Dream, which teaches software development in 10 to 15 weeks. And then San Francisco-based Code Tenderloin, which focuses on students in the early exposure phase. And Georgia-based Ref Code, which teaches a 10-week introductory class. What's interesting here is how they work together. So Code the Dream enrolled 434 students 
students last year. And then they actually recruit students from their network of nonprofit community-based organizations like Code Tenderloin and RevCode. Of course, there are many other nonprofit boot camps that we track on Course Report, and we'll include a link to our article about the 12 nonprofit boot camps that are doing really cool work right now. We also heard of a tech nonprofit called INIT that works with South Florida colleges in a way that's kind of like a boot camp. INIT's focus is on empowering underserved students at these campuses by offering free technical skills training, mentorship, and then also career services. Refresh Miami reported that INIT recently received a $400,000 grant from the Knight Foundation. And it's just cool to hear about local programs like this that are integrating into higher education, but are different from like the OPMs that we're used to hearing about. And we love to see this. Megan Rose Dickey of Axios wrote about the expansion of the Last Mile program, which has been around for more than a decade. It's such a cool program. If you listen to the Course Support podcast, you've heard us talk about it before. But essentially, in the Last Mile program, they're teaching coding to folks who are inside the criminal justice facilities or to formerly incarcerated people. And they've helped alumni land jobs at businesses like Slack, Square, Zoom, and Dropbox. Um, Their programs are now in 16 facilities throughout seven states. Uh, So really cool expansion there. And then they've also announced that they'll be developing five new education tracks across specialties like sales and entrepreneurship, in addition to the current coding and audio video production programs that they offer right now. I'm so glad to hear that they're expanding. That's great. I know. I think they've been doing more work in women's um, facilities as Mm -hmm. well, which is great to hear. Mm -hmm. UK-based bootcamp North Coders announced a new gender diversity fund. Prolific North reports that this fund is to encourage cisgender women and transgender, non-binary, and intersex people of all genders to start tech careers. The gender diversity fund will be used toward North Coders' upcoming July 2023 cohort. So if this sounds like a perfect opportunity for you, just make sure you apply by June 20th. We haven't heard an update since April about the edX lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Education over their OPM guidance, but Moody's Investor Services did issue a warning. Yes, according to Higher Ed Dive, Moody's expects the guidance to create heavier administrative burdens and greater expenses for colleges with large OPM contracts. Of course, that all translates into higher tuition costs passing that on to to the consumer. And remember that this could somewhat impact the bootcamp industry, but we're really talking about universities here. That edX lawsuit is essentially paused in the court until the Department of Education issues new guidance, which they've said that they will. And we are not happy to report that Tech Elevator and Ada Developers Academy both had to announce a round of layoffs in May. Both of those schools grew a lot in the last two to three years in terms of their employees and the campuses. Well, Jess, there were several new campuses and courses in the news this May. Tell us about those. So Upright Education announced new partnerships with Front Range Community College and Butler Community College. The boot camps at Front Range are already accepting applications for their summer cohorts. 
Codefellows released that self-paced course this month, which we talked about a little bit before. The self-paced course includes the same curriculum as the full-time boot camps, and students can choose between the software development, technical operations, and cybersecurity paths. And Dev Mountain announced that it will be expanding its in-person coding boot camps at Strayer University facilities. Dev Mountain is going to be opening up in five cities across Texas, two new locations near Atlanta, Georgia, and a new campus in Lehigh, Utah. Yeah, and Jess, as they've been expanding to in-person, they also announced that their 13-week in-person full-time web development coding boot camps are going to be $5,000 in tuition. So. Wow really a a, a much lower tuition cost there. And Jess, which nine new schools did you add to the course report listings this month? So we added that nonprofit bootcamp Code the Dream, um, a game development school called Indie Game Academy, and tech sales bootcamp Multiply College. We also added India-based online coding bootcamps called the DAP Foundry, Tutort Academy, and Next Wave. Uh, those are also in our listings, as well as South African-based coding bootcamp, Melsoft Academy. And we've added the Data Bootcamp, Analytica Camp, and Virginia-based DevOps and Cloud Architecture Bootcamp, Ziotech Institute of Technology. Welcome to those nine new schools. And if you attended any of those schools, you can now go leave a alumni review on course report for any of those new nine schools. Well, Jess, this month was busy on the blog, Mm -hmm. but um, what was your favorite blog post to work on in May for Course Report? You know, it's so hard to choose because I definitely loved speaking with Jeff from Turing School and Evan of Coding Temple for both of those podcast episodes on AI and how they will be becoming integrated into like software development types of careers. So I just implore anyone who's been interested in getting into tech now, who's wondering how AI will be integrated into those kinds of tech fields, just listen to Jeff and Evan talk about it and get inspired. Um, yeah, absolutely. You can do it front. You're already listening to this podcast. So yeah. just go. <laughs> we included the two. Yeah. We included those two amazing little clips, but yeah. I mean, the full podcast episodes are really great. So I totally recommend people checking them out. Um, and then Liz, what was your favorite post to work on this month? I know you had your hand in, in a really good one that we just published. Well, yeah. I mean, I had been seeing this question everywhere. Are coding boot camps good for beginners? Mm-hmm. And I kind of assumed everyone knew like the answer is yes, of course. But Um, I think it's a really good question. So I dove into our data. And first of all, I think it's important to know that only about 5% of coding bootcamp alumni say that they started as experienced programmers. Hmm. So the rest were complete beginners or had done some self-teaching in their free time. But like, just remember, if you are a beginner, you're in good company. It's like where everyone starts with software engineering, especially like you're not born knowing how to code, right? So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, thousands of students have started as complete beginners. They go on to have rich careers in tech. But my advice is that if you are a beginner, start with an intro class. Don't just like go straight into the $15,000, you know, full-time bootcamp. Because we know from data that students who did some self-teaching before starting class actually earn about $3,000 more in their first salary than a complete beginner. 
Hmm. That's significant. So, that's worth it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like a hundred dollar, you know, even free intro class could really uh, result in a better salary when you graduate. Totally. And that does it for our May podcast episode. Thank you so much to all of you for tuning in. You can keep checking in on Course Report for the latest about online and in-person bootcamp opportunities. Um, And we're going to see you next month on our June Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. And of course, you know we love your feedback. So please email us your thoughts at hello at coursereport.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, then help other future bootcampers find it by going to iTunes, subscribing to the Course Report podcast, and leaving us a review and we will see you in june see you in june have a great long weekend absolutely yes happy memorial day jess